welcome to Date Stamp Podcast. We're here at the Almine Cafe in uh, Hamtramck with our guest Sal Rodriguez, a uh, Detroit-based photographer. Welcome, Sal. Thank you. Thank, Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So, Sal, tell us about yourself. You're a freelance photographer. What What all do you do? Uh, well, in a nutshell, um, I actually started doing graphic design. Uh, I actually have a bachelor's in graphic design. Um, and photography was always something that I did just as a hobby. And, it, you know, started in high school. And I got kind of pushed into it where uh, basically it was because of a teacher I had who didn't want to let me go to, like in, into the advanced like art class. And so he basically he just gave me a low enough grade to where I couldn't get into that class. So my only other option was like photography and like something else. And uh, I was like, all right. I guess it's going to be photography. So, was it that he didn't think you were uh, you were good enough or, you know, or right for that? I mean, his he's course? kind of an asshole. <laughs> Sounds just, like he's kind of projecting a. An I mean, he was a straight up asshole. You. Like, yeah. you, I mean, I heard a lot a lot about him afterwards, like later in life. I'm kind of mad that I couldn't go back and just be like, "Dude, you're an asshole." But, um, uh, like, a good example. Ironically enough, it had to do with photography. Um, so, you know, being that my, like my mom worked at, well, she still does, works at Channel 4. Okay. And so, um, we had to do like this, like photo of, uh, like perspective and basically like having the subject center, you know, like center of the frame, but then like having like objects that are, that are, you know, like forcing your eye to, to the, to the subject, you know? Yeah. And so I went into the studio during the... I think it was like the six o'clock news. You were on set. Yeah. Well, I I basically grew up there. And then later on, I eventually started working there. But yeah, I used to like fall asleep, like in the studio, like while they were doing the news, like on this couch. You know, my mom raised me by herself pretty much. And so like sometimes after school, I would go back with her to work. So later on in high school, I went to the studio. I just went in there and... I took this photo of, and this is like back when they had like real cameramen too. The news anchors were the center of the, of the frame. And then it was like the cameras were like were pointed to them. And then there were some people behind them. You know, it was just this whole picture that I composed. And so needless to say, I took it to school. I turned it in for that project. And then he actually gave me an F on the photo. And I was like, well, what's wrong with it? And he goes, you can't take pictures off of the TV. What? Straight up, that's what he said. And I was like, uh, I'm like, I didn't. And he was like, don't, he's like, don't lie to me. And I, and so I was like, dude, I'm like, ask anybody here where my mom works, you know? And he was like, and he had the hardest time, like, like eating that, like swallowing that pill. Yeah. And, and then took it back eventually. I don't even think he gave me an A on it, which was even like shittier. But, um, but yeah, that was the kind of person that he was. What high school was this? I went to De La Salle. Where? So, De La Salle. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're like notorious now for hazing or whatever they're doing to each other. <laughs> with like broom handles and... Oh my God. Yeah, it's a mess. Where's your fucking idiots. Where's that? Where's it's that in at? Warren. It's in Warren? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could say that because I went there. Just, you know, a bunch of little assholes running around, you know, like... Like, that kind of stuff would never happen, like, it, you know, when we went there. But now, I don't know. It's like, but yeah, it's, it's an all-boys school. Mm-hmm. So, but um, but anyways, it was a good experience. But that guy was just kind of a dick. So it forced me into photography. So that's where that started. But I was still going to school for graphic design. And then <laughs> later on, I uh, had an internship at Channel 4. I was, like, working on their website. And then the guy that I was working for, he was like, oh, I, I heard that, you know, you did some photography stuff on the side. And, you know, this is like just after the like pinnacle of, you know, urbexing, you know, like I would say I, I would say it had already reached its. So what years like 2014? Oh, shit. I don't even know. Like, before 2008. 
I mean, this is probably like a good, like 11 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere around. Yeah. Almost 11. Yeah, I would say 11. And so, you know, like I said, I feel like that that was like the, like urbexing was already, you know, and a lot of these buildings were, were just starting to be, you know, demolished, cleaned up. You know, a lot of stuff was already like ripped out of them. <clears throat> but anyways, the guy I worked for was like, hey, uh, you know, maybe if you did a thing on like architecture and, you know, just went around the city and just taking photos of, of buildings, whether they're um, abandoned or new or rehabbed. And so I did that for like a year, created this like story. And then after that, he was like, well, how about if we just give you your own page and you could just create content for the website? And mind you, the, the website was still kind of new and they just wanted content you know so i was like yeah so that's new as in being like new to the the channel having a website yeah well it was like they had a website but now this one was a little more like interactive it was like a little like refined you know the design was like aesthetic was looked a little better you know and so they they wanted to get more content than just you know hardcore news you know and so so that was just an outlet for that and so but yeah it, you know long story short that created a network for me i mean i mean i created the network but just having that name to say that i was shooting for them i basically got into like you know 95 percent of the things i wanted to get into and i didn't even have to show like a credential at the time what are some examples uh, you know, at the time I was shooting tons of artists and then also concerts, you know, like me being a, a beginning photographer, I guess, you know, had the I, I figured that I had to build something in my portfolio. You know, I, I really wasn't exposed to a lot of photojournalism because the irony is I'm working at a TV station, you know, that really can care less about still images. And so, you know, I, I would cover a lot of like store openings or um, like the Grand Prix or like Thanksgiving stuff, like just across the board. Concerts were always something that I did to just fill, you know, like, cause then it, that was like the focus of my page was like art and music, you know? So I would, you know, just shoot a ton of art and music. But the art thing was just because I loved art. I knew that in Detroit, I would have to make something my own. And I still feel like, it's not like I go around asking people, but. I still feel like I have that like subtle reputation of, you know, like when people are like, oh, who, you know, shoots a lot of like big name artists, you know, then, you know, people are always like, oh, he does, you know. And so, you know, it's like at that time, you know, I had to like, like I said, I had to find a niche because everybody had something, you know, like, like I said, like at the time, like Joe Gall, he was, a, he was a concert photographer. I mean, even on his website, it said he wanted to be the greatest rock photographer of all time you know things didn't work out that way and he went on to do other things but it was like stuff like that you know it's like he kind of was known for that and so i was like well what am i going to be known for you know you're it's, trying to create <clears throat> a name a name for yourself a brand and what you would be known for yeah at, at least at least just get my name out somehow and so and so i started working for two galleries and one was you know interstate which is also like one time run that does posters, like whatever limited posters. Yeah. And then Library Street Collective. At the time, and even till this day, there really isn't another gallery that, that brings in the artists that they do, um, at least like Library Street now. But, um, but yeah, they were bringing in like all of basically today's like, you know, the biggest contemporary, you know, pop artists like of our time, you know. If Andy Warhol was still alive, he would be at one of one of those galleries, you know, <clears throat> Keith Haring, you know, Bascat, like whatever. So, you know, I started shooting for them and I was literally shooting 100 percent of all of their content, you know, and, you know, between both places. And so I was slowly like building um, relationships with a lot of these artists, you know, and so, you know, and so up until, you know, here it is like nine years later or whatever from doing that you know it's like i know people like shepherd fairy and futura you know, obviously my friend shark too if he owns a bar here and you know it's like basically if you were to name somebody you know more than likely i 
I know them or I've worked with them. And that was always like in the back of my mind, something that would be a project later on in life to like somehow unfold, you know, and, and show people. I'm not really sure how, because um, I definitely need somebody to help me like curate that. But you have it on your website, all the artists that you photographed. You uh, have, most like, of gallery? them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a big chunk, you know. You, so essentially what happened is you were forced into photography um, in high school, had kind of a bad experience with this teacher, Yeah. goes into working for the news, creates content, and then you start working for these two galleries and creating their content as well. And this is over the span of nine years, you said? Well, no, like, I mean, the, the funny thing is... Um, all of that literally happened like in the same year. Like so, the year that I that I started shooting at Channel Four, yeah. I was already like shooting with the galleries too, and and I was just kind of getting in with them because because the first thing that ever happened here in Detroit that you know is basically the the reason that you see art like, and I'm not talking like just like the the drab, monotone like graffiti, you know that like riddled the streets you know prior to like 2011 <clears throat> but um it's like all the stuff you're seeing now is a direct result of of a thing called it was called the detroit beautification project and <clears throat> you know it, it went all over you know detroit and and it, it was really small and but it, it was something and it was basically a lot of big name graffiti artists you know, i.e. Revoke, like, you know, he was part, you know, he was, you know, he was one of the guys that, that helped, you know, bring that to Detroit, you know, and because those were all his like fellow like crew members, you know, and, and they were all, you know, part of this crew called MSK. And, and that's why like most of that graffiti, you know, you'll see like MSK or like the seventh letter. And, and so, you know, when those guys came, they really shook up the graffiti, you know, world here because it woke a lot of people up, man. It got their asses out of bed, you know, because like graffiti artists like in LA, that's, you know, like one of those guys that are like known around the world, like they're literally just going to a wall, like knocking it out, like, you know, whether it's an hour or two hours, but they're doing it. Whereas here it's like, you know, all right, I'm gonna start this wall. I might take a break. I might go grab a 40, you know, I might smoke a blunt. I'm just gonna chill and then I'm gonna finish it. You know, it was just kind of like a real lazy, like, attitude. When that happened here, it kind of woke people up. And then people started using, like, more colors. And then, you know, shit started becoming alive again. And when that started, like, 1X or Interstate, whatever, they were like, hey, uh, you know, we're, we started this thing. You know, we have a guy that's in Easter Market right now. And it was an artist named Tristan Eaton. Tristan is, like, you know, globally known now. He's, he's like, the dude's on fucking fire. But he's also kind of from Detroit. He went to CCS for a little bit. He's also, uh, he, have you ever heard of uh, Kid Robot? No. It's like a, like a vinyl toy company. It's like one of the biggest in the world. He like branded that company. Anyways, just ultra creative. And I already knew him from Kid Robot. And I was like, oh shit, like this is like one of my like favorite artists, you know? So yeah, he was like the very first guy that I went and shot. Artist-wise, he was the first person, you know, and, and, and how crazy, like, the person I start with is this, like, you know, budding, like, icon who's already well-known for something. It was just cool to, to just have that experience, you know, and so, um, and then side note, we had already had my, you know, our daughter, Alex, and so she was, like, maybe, like, three, I guess. That was her, like, first time, because she was really into the toys that he had branded, and I was like, you know, do you want to see the person? You know, you think three is like really young, but she knew what was going on. And, you know, so that was the first time that she's ever, that she ever went with me to like shoot an artist. And the reason why I bring that up is because like her, and then later on, like sometimes, you know, our son, like they would go with me to art events all the time. You know, they would always be with me, you know, whether it's like murals or, you know, like a gallery thing or, I posted a thing like not too long ago, like I think it was like last year, um, you know, my daughter Alex, so like, you know, interacting with, you know, all these artists, you know, and, you know, from being like, you know, she was having like her, 
her drawings like critiqued by like Shepard Fairey and, you know, out in front of the copyware with like Cause and, you know, so like Sharktooth and this guy Basque that, you know, is like a good like family friend now. So, yeah, it's a all of that literally happened in in, in one year's time. And so here it's like I had like this this base that I had created, you know, so I was like <clears throat> had like the art stuff kind of just working itself. And it was like whatever I wanted to shoot, because at the time, the only reason why I picked artists is because nobody gave a shit here. Like nobody gave a shit like nobody. And and nobody, nobody wanted to shoot artists. Nobody thought it was, you know, a big deal. And the, and the people that were walking around with, with cameras were like, oh, well, how much are you going to pay me? And it was like, fuck, I'll, I'll do it for free. I don't give a shit. You know, like. How, how do you do it? What's your, what's your process for photographing these artists? I mean, so like, like when they built a Z garage, you know, you know, here, here it is like years, a few years later, building the Z garage. Z garage was like one of the, <clears throat> the first projects that encases all these artists. And so here it is. I have like, you know, I forget how many artists are in there. It's like, you know, like 40, I don't even know. Can't remember. But I spent like three months like shooting that, you know. That's of course cool. I get of course I got paid. Yeah. But you know, but my I guess my process is is because it's art, um, I mean I definitely like to spend time with artists. Which I feel like it's it's like a win win because because now that I'm spending time with them to to be really picky and to get shots that I want to get and not try to compose stuff or you know because I'm I guess I'm not that person you know like I'm not about trying to set up the shot I'm not about like bringing in some crazy like production you know it's like yeah that'd be cool but you know I feel like I can make images just as unique without all that shit, you know? And so, and plus I always considered myself a, I used to tell people that I was a, uh, a non-traditional photographer, you know? So, you know, I like, like I was kind of looking at things like perspectively, um, you know, when I look through the lens, like I'm composing shots, like putting things, you know, like using negative space and thinking about like, like using basically like my design background you know, to compose photos. And so, you know, not really giving a shit about any kind of like traditional like photography rules or anything like that, which I've all, you know, and I've learned all that stuff, but I could care less, you know. When I go to, like, when I would go to shoot the artists, I would just sit there and, and just wait for those moments, but I'd also interact with them and talk with them. And, and like I said, like build that relationship. And I did have like the foresight to know that those things like wouldn't last like forever. I would definitely like try to build a relationship to where I wouldn't have, to, in the future, I wouldn't necessarily need that gallery to like get to those people. So you're just broadening your network. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And and I mean, that's the name of the game basically, mm. you know, for anything. Well, you're, um, you're taking the time to talk with them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, at the time I didn't have anything else to do, yeah. you know? <laughs> I mean, I was creating content for a website. I was getting, you know, getting paid. You know, it wasn't very much, but, you know, I, like I said, I was trying to figure out where I'm going to take all this, you know, what the hell am I going to do? But things were like, kind of being like thrown in my lap, which was like good, you know? You were essentially in your thirties <laughs> doing all of this. Oh yeah. And everything happening. And like, would you say it's like the pinnacle of, of where you were getting all of your networking done? You were like, things were finally moving forward. In terms yeah, of your I mean, photography career? Yeah, everything was everything was moving forward. I mean, you know, like everything was progressing, you know. And so... Um, How long did it take you to feel like things were actually moving forward? Because for a while, I think every artist kind of feels stuck. Uh, you know, I never felt stuck until like later on, you know. I mean, even today, like, I, I guess I could say I feel, I feel stuck maybe. But but the, the thing is, is that... Um, yeah, there was never a point where I ever felt that way. I was actually, like, more concerned with, well, what's the next thing I'm going to do? Like, what's the next thing I'm going to do? Like, I mean, I was, like, I had, like, a shit ton of drive. Like, you know, like, way more than I have now. You know, and I think that all got just kind of chopped down just, you know, by the bureaucracy of, you know, of photography, you know, like. What do you mean by that? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, just being in an industry where you got to like fight other people, you know, for jobs. And now because of, you know, I feel like with like 
social media, like, you know, there's a lot of like over, overhyped. I mean, there are overhyped people. There's even places that hire people because of like, like, oh yeah, so-and-so said hire this guy. Oh, well, what's his name? And, and like, they would only know the person by their Instagram name. But whereas the, the, the person at the company is like, no, it's like John or whatever. And they're like, oh no, you mean like, you know, whatever. You mean camera Jesus? <clears throat> you mean, I can't remember some of them. <laughs> well, the funny thing is like, you know, um, you know, he, that's a good example because um, like at Red Bull, you know, there was a moment where <clears throat> they had brought up his name and like, and like a, a lady from LA was like, um, they were like, yeah, we got Joe Gall or, or we, like, and she was like, no, no, I was told to get Cameron Jesus. And they were like, yeah, Joe. And, the, and she's like, no, Cameron Jesus, you know. His legal name is Cameron yeah, Jesus. And, and so it's like, it's like, it's like you know, come on. it's like that, but that's, that, yeah. that is, you know, that's the way it is. It's like, you know, it's like a, like a big, like, like, you know, there's, there's all these like clicks, you know, that, that you have to like, you know, kind of find your way into. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's not about the quality of your work anymore you know it's also about who you know, yeah. you and, know? Your, and your brand <coughs> do you um, feel like it's still clicky now or was it more clicky before no i think it was just budding then now it's like full force fucking wildfire like you know i mean detroit's is currently being built on clicks you know it's like i mean there's nothing about <clears throat> the detroit that i knew that exists today you know it's like what was that Detroit that you knew? I mean, everybody was like looking out for each other. You know, everybody was, you know, like nice. You know, they wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, like hit me up and we'll work together. You know, but now it's like, hit me up, we'll work together. And you'll like never hear back from somebody or, you know, but there's a lot of money involved. And <clears throat> like I said, working at Library Street, you kind of see that, you know, cause it's a, you know, it's a high-end gallery, which yeah, I mean, you know, I guess now I can say, you know, it's like, it, it's like a closed, I guess kind of closed chapter in, in my life. When you say closed chapter, is this, this initial drive? Well, because phase? we had this like, we had this, you know, like great like relationship where I was, you know, shooting everything that they had and like everyone that came through that, that gallery, but the bigger they got, you know, the, the more they were concerned with you know, like, you know, their image and <clears throat> like, you know, we can only, you know, I mean, I don't know any other way to say it, but it's like, we only want to work with people that are either rich or, you know, are just as popular, you know, and, and like, mind you, they, they're kind of a weird spot because they, they, they don't necessarily go out of their way to like, um, like have anything shot as of late, but when they do, <coughs> it's usually based on um, like a few of the artists like have like like picked up people and and like so they they may have somebody that they've used and then they'll they'll just have that person come in, you know. So it's almost like to me it's almost like a knock on on Detroit in a way because you know you're basically saying oh yeah like you know I used you you know, the, the, the hometown guy, you know, forever. And, and so now that I'm already at this point where we're like changing again, you know, I don't need you anymore, you know? And this is Library Street or Interstate? Actually both. Yeah. I mean, yeah, both are, are you know, bo both basically ended up treating me the same way, you know, which is yeah. to me, it's kind of bullshit. Um, and, you know, not like, you know, before I would never like talk about this stuff, but like I said, it's like a, you know, I'm trying to like move on from that. Yeah. And I'm not, a, like I said, I'm, I've, I've had enough of, especially like interstate, you know, I had enough of their bullshit. So I was just like, you know, whatever, you know, I'm just going to tell like it is because that's how it is, you know. And I definitely went to one show only that it was hosting that Trevor kid. And I can't remember who else. I think a photographer from Brooklyn and. Like, as soon as you go in there, it felt yeah. like I did not belong and I got to get out of there <laughs> quick. Like, it felt very, very... Oh, uh, are you talking about, like, the trust the shooter thing? I think so, yeah. 
With like Jeremy Deputat. Like, I love Jeremy. He's really awesome. But the at- he wasn't even there. The atmosphere was just totally different and like not my. I was. I, you could t- definitely see like you know it's the scene kids that yeah. are on Instagram that shoot all this stuff. Well, those, those are the only people that they got for that show. It was just. It was literally based on like how many like how many followers yeah. they had. You but know? you feel like that atmosphere of the people that were in there, you, oh, yeah. you can feel that, mm-hmm. like how exclusive it is. Do you, yeah. Do you think, is this phenomena unique to Detroit or is this in other galleries across the, the nation? Um, or is this, I, is this like a product of our I, time? I don't, I don't know. I think it's a product of our time yeah. for sure. Um, due to social media. Yeah. Cause that, that's a big factor in something yeah. that's really only exploded within the last and due to like decade, um, you know, What's the word? Like not not so much like privilege, but you know any, anybody can buy a camera, and then next thing you know they're they're a photographer. Yeah. You know, yep. and like I know people, well known people, which I'm not gonna like mention any names, you know, who have, you know, decided oh I'm gonna be a photographer because I have photographer friends, so I'm just gonna pay those people to teach me how to shoot, and then after that I'm a photographer now. Like to me it doesn't work that way. You know, like you got to do something to kind of earn that name. Like, like I, like I, like I said, I always told people, I'm not really a traditional photographer. You want to call me one? Fine. You want to say I'm like a professional, you know, or just call me a working photographer. You know, like yeah, I'm not trying to like put that label on myself, but but yeah, I I think that it's it's definitely a product of you know of today's world you know and, and definitely driven by by social media you've had a very active and budding career path from what <coughs> you just described and you were at this place where you helped build with these two galleries and over the years as they grew they slowly started turning you know in a different way i mean and using yeah local artists less, you know, to continue on with their growth, which is kind of, I think, unfair in a way. But where are you now? Like, what do you, what do you do career-wise now? I mean, you know, so like the, like kind of the fallout, you know, where like I kind of broke apart and then I, now I'm like just kind of drifting, you know, away from all this. I mean, I feel like that's, I mean, it's kind of how I felt, you know, it's like, you know, it's like you just literally just like cut me off and then like, you know, see ya. And, and, you know, but, but, just from all that, you know, I had started, you know, working with like Bedrock, <clears throat> like Our Magazine, like Red Bull, um, a couple other like, you know, like, uh, like World Art Magazines and um, like Juxtapose, like High Fructose. Um, so that that kind of like like held things over, and then and then in between, I would get just and I was still doing stuff at Channel Four. You know, and then maybe like just like like odd jobs, um, like covering events and, and things like that. And and then, you know, later on, um, you know, I started looking for like bigger, you know, more profitable jobs. So it's like, you know, like now it's like I was doing a thing with like Trico wiper blades, which is kind of a weird thing that a wiper blade company wants, like a lifestyle, yeah. you know, imaging you know, which is cool. And so, so that sounds, might, like, sounds like kind of a fun, fun project or it was actually cool. Like I actually, that was the first time I ever became a producer, you know, I mean, it was like a, you know, like they, they were, you know, it's like I had an extremely large budget, you know, and, um, uh, yeah. So, so it was I, a video work. I brought in video because, okay. you know, the budget, like I said. It was, you had the budget. Yeah. Yep. And so, because they were like, this is our budget. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. All right. So you want a video? Like, <clears throat> so I even had like my own like coordinator. You know, I hired my friend Patty, like, um, to coordinate all that, you know, because I was doing all the photo stuff and, and I was like, I don't really want to be involved in the video. So I'm just going to, like, bring somebody on that knows about that. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I had a coordinator. You know, it's like, you know, we had a, you know, lighting guy. We had a sound guy. We, 
you know, you know, we rented like, you know, full on like gaffing trucks. It's a full on production. Full on production. Yeah, it lasted like a week long. Um, basically, like we had shoots in like, I don't even know where we were, like way north, like northern part of Michigan. It was like negative 12, but we had to like shoot like a rally, like race and like <laughs> all this weird stuff out there um, <clears throat> to stuff in Royal Oak and so then Al- there. Alpina. Yeah, I can't remember. So there's like a, was it winter time? Because there's like a, there's a snow, yeah. snow drift <laughs> yeah. rally. I think it's in Alpine. Well, there's one where they just do court. They do like like legs. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like a, like a race. It's like they just do like legs that are scattered around the, the city, you know. And so. <clears throat> that's, but, a, that's a perfect concept for a wiper blade yeah. um, company is well, a rally so, race. So that's, they, like, that's cool. Well, so they sponsored like two of the cars. So like, yeah. you know, we shot a lot with them. So. Cool. But uh, is that where you see yourself going? Is doing these bigger productions, and you want to do more commercial work that has? Oh, I would, yeah. I mean, I would take that any day of the week. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and does that does that feed you? Is it still? <laughs> oh yeah. You, you I find mean, you're driven in that work, and you enjoy it. You like? Oh, yeah. It? I mean, I, I love it because you know, at least I know people still, you know, appreciate my work and like, you know, like my eye or whatever. Um, but yeah, um, if I could find, you know, more things like that, then yeah, I would definitely, I would rather have like a few big jobs than like a shit ton of smaller jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how do you feed your creativity? Because your, you long-term project has been the artist profiling, you know, the profiles of the artists that you've met. And then you also do Shipwreck Detroit and you have all of these other series. How do you feed that? Um, I mean, like I said, I, I still just go out and just shoot like everybody else, you know, um, you know, amidst looking for more jobs and <clears throat> whatever I can get into. But I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I guess there's really no real answer for that from anybody. Cause it's like, you know, all you can do is just stay busy somehow, you know, whether it's just shooting, you know, like every day or. But you I can mean, lack motivation and you can give up doing well, creative work I mean, and just throw yourself into doing commercial work. Well, like, but, you know. I mean, I wish I could just throw myself into commercial work. That'd be great. But it's... Um, and yeah, I don't know. If I was doing it all the time, then yeah, I, I probably would get bored again, you know? Because like, even when I was like shooting all the stuff I was shooting, I was getting like really <coughs> um, bored with shooting digital stuff, you know? And so it was around the time when, like, Shepard had his show and he did, like, the back of the, you know, the CompuWare. And I was like, you know, I'm like, you know, I I just wanted to start shooting film again, you know. And so, you know, that's that's around the the time when I started shooting film, you know, again, you know. And so, um, which I think, you know, film definitely helped me keep my, my focus on, you know, on why I liked you know, why I like photography, you know, and just keep my mind in it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like as creatives, especially when photography is your full-time job, you have to find that inspiration somehow. And I've seen you start working way more in film. And I mean, yeah, because like, you know, I really have no reason to like, you know, shoot digital unless I'm like working, you know? And so, um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm just like, just love film, you know, um, and I just, you know, I just like the way it looks, I like the way that, you know it renders, you know, images. But I, yeah, I don't know. And you become like you're one of the super knowledgeable people that knows so many aspects because you tried so many things. So I, yeah, that's the thing though. So when I get into something, <laughs> like I'll get into it. You know, I'm like one of those people that's like, it's either all in or nothing, and and then it's like if I get tired of it, then it's like. I just drop it, you know, but, but, uh, but no, with like photography, I, I kind of learned, all right, you know, this is kind of getting expensive and, you know, and like I said, it was keeping my interest, you know, more so not just taking images, but also like gear and, you know, stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm not a big like gear person, but like I said, it's like, I, I slowly like, um, 
uh, like develop this, like I said, like like a just a list of the cameras that I wanted, you know, and and so and and those would be cameras that I would use, you know, and so you know like when I got my Hasselblad, I like I used the shit out of that, you know, and and I you know used that to shoot tons of artists, you know, that's kind of like where the portraits really started, like you know like kind of going the way I wanted them to go, just because I was shooting a lot of film, you yeah. Know? So on and so forth. Like after that, got a Pentax, you know, and and then yeah. now I got this thing, you know, and so Wait, this thing is a Leica MP. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so Sitting on the table, right? <laughs> All brand new. It was actually made on one seventeen of this year, which is insane. So wow. I was having this conversation with like, I think it was Julian, you know, and I and I listened to his his last, you know, his podcast yeah. you, know. you know he was always talking to me like yeah like you know one day i'm gonna get this camera and i'm like well that's basically it that's how i got the ones i wanted i i was like one day i'm gonna get it you know and and then it just worked out that you make it work yeah you make it yeah you you figure, make it it work. Out. figure it out do you out. think it's important to set goals for yourself and and reaching those makes you like a little light a little fire and like you keep working harder to I do mean, the you next should, thing you should always have goals set you know I mean, no matter what they are, you know, it's like, I mean, what else is going to like drive you to, to like keep going, you know? Would you ever do a project that looks more personal, that looks inward? Yeah. Because a lot of your work is about other artists. It's about ship, like shipwrecked, it's like <coughs> other things. Like, um, I mean, I've had people like say, hey, you know, like maybe we should do like a, like a quick, like, you know, video on you or something. I'm like, okay, but like those things never like came about or, but yeah. They're not on you, but something personal, I feel like would be really cool for uh, you because you're so, so mysterious. I mean, I've thought about stuff like that and, and uh, I, I guess I, I never, it's like definitely last on my list, but cause I'm, I'm never one to like, you know, be ultra vocal about <clears throat> myself or even like your family or the or your mom because she you said she raised you by, by yeah. yourself right? i mean you know i i guess those would be like I, I don't know how i would like make those into a project like now um you know i feel like that that should have been something that that i should have done like a long time ago but um <clears throat> i don't know maybe there is a way to like is it is there ever a right time to do that well, no, yeah. but yeah, it's like, no, I mean, no, there is never a right time, but, but yeah, I, I it just makes it harder to like mm. conceptualize, you know, what that's going to look like, but I guess I could. Especially with your Leica, I just like see you, the way that you beautifully compose things, well, creating <clears throat> something about your mom. So that was the other thing. So I was going to take, like, I wanted just to shoot with this and then also do, I think it was like the New York Times or something that did like the, it was like, like one in a thousand faces or oh, yep, yep. whatever that project was called. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I wanted to like, I always wanted to do stuff like that, but that's basically what, you know, what we did for like documenting Detroit. It was just a really long version, you know? And so I, I wanted to do like, like some that were like, you know, like a, like a minute or like, you know, like. A little over a minute just these <clears throat> you know slideshows with audio and <clears throat> and just you know um and just shoot just you know i guess it doesn't necessarily have to be like detroiters but you know just like random people and like about their lives you know mm -hmm. and so but again that's going outward that's not going that's true <laughs> but but like I guess that that would give me the practice to create the 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 one about myself. Yeah. You know, um, I guess I would have more of a hold on how I would shoot that. You know, because like I said, I'm not. You know, like I don't know. I'm not really a photojournalist. I mean, I know what in what that entails. I know what it takes to be one. Um, you know, I've definitely been compared for whatever reason you know, to like, oh, this is like very like photojournalistic. And I'm like, is it, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, those guys, 
have a deadline, you know, um, and there's no way that most of those guys are going to capture like stuff I'm shooting because like I'm spending time with people, you know, like, like, you know, photojournalists, it's like, they're on assignment. It's like, they have mm-hmm. like, you know, you know. There, there's a vision. And I mean, there's a way to do things that are conceptual and not photojournalistic that are about you. Oh yeah. No, you know? for sure. I, I think I got off on a, like sidetracked, but, but <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is like, no, I, I guess I'm, I'm not one to like, to do that, indulge in, in like my own like personal life, which I feel like it, it's like one of those things that I should do because it's, it's, it's a thing that, that yeah. like I, I'm not comfortable with. And I think those are the things that are like the best to, to, to work with. You know, so it's like that's why, like, even you saying, "Oh, I want to do this thing on on strangers in Detroit," and that'll give me a better grasp. That's almost like pushing away the idea. Like, well, you're never gonna I, get a better grasp. I think grasp. it's also like <laughs> who know, knows? It's always gonna be really hard, even when you get a good grasp of doing strangers, because you know, I, I deal like, with that all the time. It's it's so fucking hard to look and do, turn the camera on yourself. Yeah, well, no, and and, and I've try always, to figure out. I've always been a like a for most of my life a self conscious person. Yeah. So, and I think that plays a lot into it, you know, and so, like, just, just my own, like, state of mind, I think, you know, and I don't know. It's, like I said, it's not something that I've never thought about, but, but yeah, I mean, talking about it now definitely, you know, kind of reinforces it to, like, well, maybe I should do that, you know, maybe I should figure out. Because I think when you start thinking about yourself, it starts correlating with why you photograph ship, shipwrecks of Detroit. It makes it more personal as to why, you know, that dude that was accusing you of you know, <coughs> stealing his work or whatever, however he phrased it, doesn't even matter. Because the way that you shot that series, and if we look at work that you're creating about yourself, there's going to be a oh, correlation yeah, with that. For sure. Or like the way that you photograph and focus on artists or you know any other project that you come up with like it's gonna it's gonna be like oh this all makes sense i mean i definitely have my own style yeah and so yeah which i try to hold true to you know across the board i definitely agree with that 100 percent. you know so it's just like i said it's just me doing it you know so i think it's it's the hardest thing it's definitely the most difficult thing is to, to turn the camera on yourself yeah what um advice do you have for people out there that are trying to well <laughs> get their shit going um well going back to julian i definitely strongly recommend not just doing it for the gram because <laughs> i love when he, says, words, that. I love when he says that yeah you're doing uh, it for the heart yeah i mean yeah. you know do it for yourself do it for projects do it you know, for your family, do it, you know, for money, do it for anything else besides social media, social media, Yeah. you know? Um, and yeah, like, I, I guess I always tell people to, you know, to stay focused, to, to keep that drive because obviously they have drive to want to be, you know, photographers. So, you know, and I've done, <laughs> I've, I've done like talks at U of M like for like senior like graduate classes you know they had i was like why do you want me to come there but <laughs> you know i don't know but uh um but yeah i was asked a lot of those questions you know yeah and and then even at the art institute i did did one but uh but yeah i mean you know if if i inspire somebody to then then i mean i i think that's awesome you know i'm i'm, I'm happy that i was able to you know, do that much, you know? <laughs> um, and, but I, I think the, I think the focus like right now would be just don't get caught up in social media, you know, because that, man, that, that, it seems like across the board, everything always leads back to that and, and how that's such uh, a mental killer, you know, like people get like so discouraged like I'm, you know, I'm so tired of seeing people like on, like, oh well, you know, I just, you know, wanted to do this because I was so down in the dumps and, and you know, because I, I I'm tired of comparing myself to, to people on Instagram. It's like then don't. Yeah, you because, don't have to. Because yeah. one, you don't have to, and two, 
I can guarantee you those people aren't really doing all the things that you think that they're doing. Right. Yeah, that's you all. Know? Yeah, you're, you're, you're projecting your <coughs> ideas yeah, you're, on well, their yeah, work and what you're seeing scrolling through You're feeding through the, into your um, own, you know, depression, you know? Exactly. You can and, still, part, like, the way I see Instagram and social media is I post stuff and I never look at how many likes or how many followers I get. I post it just to showcase what I'm working on and for me to see how it looks like if there were to be a series. And just curate it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm literally just merely looking at that. I'm never, <laughs> and I post a lot of stories and they're all weird and, and stupid and I'm not, I really don't yeah. care who sees it. It's a container for your work. Yeah. It's just to be able to see it out there. It's the same as printing it out and laying it out. How would I be able to, to exhibit this work or make a book out of it or make sense of it because I'm trying to figure it out myself. It's just another tool to be able to use to showcase that. I mean, yeah, I think that answers that question, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was what advice would I, yeah. I mean. <clears throat> Don't use social media, guys. But yeah, I, I would definitely say just, you know, just keep keep that drive going, you know, just and stay focused. Don't let anybody else make you feel like shit, you know? <laughs> so it's just, just a waste of time. Yeah, and you have a strong backbone. You've been told not to do certain work because well, it's similar you've that's been, even more advice i would give yeah you've been don't get discouraged by mm -hmm. somebody telling you no yeah and i know people say that all the time but i guess i'm reinforcing it but don't get discouraged by people saying no and don't ask just one time ask like a thousand times ask till that you're blue in the face you know um you know if somebody says no one time just keep going back and, and, and show people that you're still interested. That's how you get jobs. You that's know? how you build connections. That's how you build networks. your network. That's, that's it. It's yeah. showing people that you're still connected or that you're still interested. And that, you know, just because they said no a month ago, you know, you're like, oh, forget that person. They're, they're also changing, evolving. I mean, at the end of the day, those people are doing stuff too. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, they're not going to remember you. They're not going to, you know, and, and, you know, when you come back, they might be in a different state of mind where they're like, oh, yeah, hey, we can use you. Let's work on this or, you know, shoot this for me. You know, I mean, that's how it works. But you also have to have like a list of things that you want to do, like not just like personal projects. Like you have to know like where you want your photography to go or in layman's terms, you want to know like who you want to pay you. You know, it's like, it's like, what kind of work do you want to do? You know, it's like, do you want to be on the sideline of like, you know, of the Detroit Lions, like shooting sports? You know, it's like, do you want to do that? Or do you want to be a fashion photographer? Do you, it's like, start with the basics and then work mm -hmm. your way into it from there. Then yeah. you, you'll learn a lot going through I mean, that you're process gonna learn to a, get there. A ton. <laughs> you're going to learn so much. And, and yeah, you know, it's like. You'll be surprised how much you take from just doing that. Mm. And so it's like I said, I, I had no idea that I was going to learn what I learned and it, and it happened to me so fast, you know, and, <laughs> and there's still stuff that I'm like just thinking of now. Like, I just find it interesting. There's, there's always going to be people that that are focused on, you know, and so it's like you can't be discouraged about it. It's like, why is this person getting all, all the attention? You know, it's like I remember like back when like. I think it was like Metro Times or something like not like that's anything important, but they felt like, oh, we should like spotlight you because you're apparently like doing all this like coverage uh, in the art community. And then you're also <clears throat> like just coming off of this. Like I did this thing called um, Project Imagination, which was like with Ron Howard and Canon. And long story short, it was they they. They selected, they had, they had like, was it, I can't remember. It was like nine, was it nine? Um, celebrity, like, um, filmmakers that were going to make, make short films. But their short films had to be based off of images that they selected. So they had, it was five, I think it was six, six celebrities. And then those six had to pick 10 photos each. And then and then make a short film inspired by those photos. Mm. And so I had <clears throat> my photos selected, um, funny enough, by Georgina Chapman, who was Harvey Weinstein's wife 
at the time. Um, I actually met Harvey Weinstein, which was funny. The dude was a total dick. <laughs> he was. And um, um, complete asshole. Like, like, so rude. He looked like death then. And, you know, he, he looks like death now? Yeah. But, you know, like, my, you know, like, I was lucky enough to, like, you know, like, have my, sorry, have my photo selected. I, you know, they never told us how many, like, photos there were until, like, the end credits. And it was something like, like, over, like, 70,000. Oh, wow. And, um, but, you know, I went to New York for this, like, red carpet thing. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, like, met Ron Howard, uh, Eva Longoria, um, <clears throat> uh, whatever his name is, like, the guy that founded Twitter. <coughs> and um, I just forgot his name, but the lead singer LCD Sound System. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. So, like, <clears throat> went to this, like, event, and, you know, it was, like, stuff like that. That, Like, that kind of stuff was, like, man, like, like things just happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And you never know when, but, y- you know, it's, like... You can set yourself up for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that was, like, basically, like, I missed the first one. And I like submitted one photo like the la- on the very last day of the submissions for the second one, you know. And then like months later, you know, like I made it to the to the end. But but either way, it was just cool to like be involved in something like that. Um, <clears throat> you know, they like made a book out of it. Um, That's fun. But yeah. Um, where where can we see your your work? <coughs> what's your what's your website? What's your IG? Uh, <clears throat> my website is photo313.com and <clears throat> my, uh, what is my Instagram? It's Elhefe313. So that's E-L-J-E-F-E-313. So I always thought about changing that, but I was like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, because everyone's like, well, that's not good marketing. And I'm like, you know, you know, there's a guy called Camera Jesus. Like, is that, you know, or what's the other one that's like making fun of him? Like camera oh. Satan. <laughs> I think it's camera Satan. The anti-thesis. <clears throat> yeah. There's also, what is it? Southwest Detroit Jesus. Camera, something like that. There's a bunch of them. So, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> Anyway, those are, that's your social media. Um, make sure to check out. We're going to post this, this little blog with some of his images on uh, our website, which we now have. It's datestamp.org. So make sure to check that out. We'll be able to post the links for um, Sal's social media if you want to keep looking at it um, and also his website. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for joining us here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Closing down the shop. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Sal. <so. laughs> Closing down Olaman. Yep. Final, final <laughs> cup it. at Olaman Cafe. Sal's <laughs> Thank you.